When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome back to another exciting edition of Turf Show Times Last Minute Thoughts. My name is Robert Finn, here as always with the inimitable J.B. Scott. J.B., did I use that word right? I think I did. I have no idea, <laughs> but um, but I know a lot about the Rams. Does that count? Yes, yes, absolutely. I think that actually falls directly into that category. I'm defined as one who knows a lot about the Los Angeles Rams. I don't know. I just heard Bugs Bunny's head a long time ago. So I assume it's a good thing. Um, JB, a lot going on this week. Um, Trade deadline is um, almost upon us. All kinds of rumors, some movements going on um we have the texans the houston texans coming up tomorrow sunday october 31st so we'll talk a little bit about that we'll talk a little bit about the shape of the nfc west as well um cardinals dealt a little bit of a blow on thursday night so we'll talk a little bit about that how that's going to help or possibly hurt um, the rams and of course we will talk a little bit about the Lions and that matchup, um, almost a house of horrors, to use a Halloween reference. Um, Jared Goff came in and um, almost, almost, almost hurt the Rams, right? But, JB, before we get to that, um, Halloween's tomorrow. Any big plans? Going to go trick-or-treating? Yeah, definitely got my costume picked out. Couldn't be more excited. And the Rams are traveling to Houston to play the Texans with a terrifyingly bad roster that yeah. the Texans have. So couldn't ask for a better fit for your Halloween Sunday. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned the Texans roster because they're clearly in rebuild mode um, and they want to do it um, sooner rather than later from what it appears so um hopefully we don't go into this game thinking that it's just in the bag and not going to be um that tough it could end up being a trap game is what i'm saying but um yeah no crazy halloween costume for me no nope 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 i'm just gonna sit at home and watch football and be boring old guy um JB, the Lions came to SoFi Stadium last week, and I gotta be—I gotta be honest, man. It was—it was a frustrating watch. That first half, half of that game especially, was difficult. Uh, Lions came to play a real gritty performance, even though Jared Goff um, typically isn't seen as a gritty guy. Um, they almost pulled out a victory. JB, were you nervous going into that game? What about afterwards? Well- the Lions team with Dan Campbell, what a fun team to watch other than when they play our Rams, you know, but what's encouraging for the Rams, they threw everything in the kitchen sink at them to win this game and the Rams stayed calm. They didn't flinch. They got the win. And, you know, when you start off 10 points, you know, under already because of the onside, they scored on the first possession, then got the onside kick. Like 
we've seen Jared Goff sometimes make the hole even bigger. Matthew Stafford stayed calm. They they chipped away at it, which I thought was really cool and really encouraging for the rest of the year. But yeah, it was a fun game to watch. Uh, definitely not what we were expecting, but you, t- you took the Lions' best shot, and it still wasn't good enough. And I think it just shows where the teams are at at this current point. Absolutely. And hats off to the Lions. I mean, they're winless so far this season, but they've played some tough games. I mean, they really came close to knocking off the Niners, came real close to knocking off um, the the Ravens, really probably should have beat the Ravens. Um, And then, of course, played tough against the Rams. So a much better team than their record would indicate. And I wouldn't be surprised, even though they're heading into the second half season with a bit of a tougher schedule, I wouldn't be surprised to see them rattle off some victories and, um, put up a better showing than what we've seen here the first half of the year but they you know, are going to spoil some seasons for sure absolutely they're that kind of team yep. absolutely absolutely i 100 agree so um, definitely hats off to the lions team dan campbell and the job they've done there much better team than their record indicates one thing that i'll say and this has been true for um, the entire season i think i may have even brought it up last week but um, there's just a comfort level with matthew stafford at the helm that we haven't had the past couple of seasons um the rams take you know the opposing team's best shot but you feel like you know what it's okay stafford's got this that that offense is going to go down and um can easily match any team in the league point for points so defense may give up some some big plays here and there but um the offense makes some as well um robert can i ask you a quick question put you on the spot Uh Oh, yeah, go ahead. Do you think this was Matthew Stafford's best game as a Ram? Maybe not stat wise, but definitely kept the ball out of harm's way. Don't you think he did a great job and it's really tough to say if it's his best game as a Ram, but um, given everything that the lions did to really take the Rams by surprise, um, he showed nothing but poise. So um, in, in that sense, yeah, absolutely. I think you could absolutely see this um, from just that perspective as probably his best game as a Ram. So um, any lingering thoughts from that game? What about Jared Goff's performance? I'm going to put you on the spot. What did you think of Jared Goff's performance? Yeah, those his wide receivers are just so bad. Khalif Raymond's your number one receiver. He was like guy number four, five, six for the Titans a year ago. Just what do you expect him to do? Like the running backs are the best skill players on offense for the lions you can't throw to them every play tj hawkinson he was he was good but i think the rams safeties and they did a good job covering him he did have his moments but yeah just in a modern nfl offense in 2021 how are you gonna have any ball movement or how push the ball down the field at all with those wide receivers and really just not a fair way to grade Jared Goff this year and i think given the circumstances he definitely deserves a shot for next year as a lions quarterback i think and maybe they can turn around quickly if they can get him some weapons get him some pieces around him but the offensive line once they get healthy are going to be good they just they got to find him some people to throw the ball to yeah I 100% agree with everything you just said there um Goff was on a mission (laughs) he looked like he was ready to um go in there and, and really he really wanted that win and if not for um a mistake there caused by, um, of course, um, the legend himself, Aaron Donald. Um, we might be having a different conversation 
you know, it, it, he really had that type of game. So um, good to see, good to see them get that win, even though it was a little bit scary uh, there towards, um, well, most of the game <laughs> was a little bit scary, a little bit nerve wracking, but here we are after the W three game win streak and the Texans. We'll talk about that here in a moment. <clears throat> There's been some movement this past week deadline is coming up trade deadline so let's talk a little bit about that uh, before we get into the texans um kenny young moved over to uh uh, denver i almost said seattle i don't know why um definitely not seattle he moved over to denver What, what what were your thoughts when you see that um when you saw that come across the ticker there yeah, I'm not opposed to trading Kenny Young. I don't think it's an insurmountable loss by any means, but whenever you're all in for Super Bowl, you're going to make a financially driven move to get rid of Kenny Young, a, a player that's just been a starter for the last year, maybe two years at times in 2020. But he's not a great player. He's not necessarily a bad player. He's just a replacement level guy. Um, I just don't like using the term financially driven unless there's an imminent move that we're going to see in the in the coming days, you know, by Tuesday's a trade deadline, but the Rams, they really seem to be clearing cap space. You just wonder if something's coming, but if there's nothing coming and it's just Ernest Jones, I don't know if we saw enough from him in the preseason to really warrant this type of move. Yeah. And, and just to kind of piggyback off what you said there, um, first of all, let's be honest, this linebacking core that the Rams have isn't great. Right. Um, And Kenny Young was having a good season. So, you know, kudos to him for that, but holistically it's just not a great group of guys. So I, I don't, blame necessarily um, Sean McVay or he Morris wanting to um, see what they have in Ernest Jones. It does seem strange to me to trade Kenny Young <clears throat> because I mean, he, he wasn't a huge hit in terms of cap, 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 cap space to begin with. So they didn't really gain a ton of money by trading him. Um, so if it was just about giving Ernest Jones um, some snaps, they could have easily done that without trading him. I think um, so moving him seems like they are trying to, to clear up some space. It's, it's, it just stands to reason that they want to bring somebody in, especially now with DJX, Deshaun Jackson. Um, they've mutually agreed, that they being the Rams and Deshaun Jackson, to seek a trade, allow him to seek a trade. Um, is this maybe the Rams wanting to um, clear up some more room, some more money? Or could it be Deshaun Jackson maybe wanting more snaps somewhere else? JB, what are your thoughts there? I think it's more so Jackson has a frustration with his current role. But I also blame Sean McVay for maybe not giving him more work. And dating back to when the Rams traded their last receiver, Brandon Cooks, he's Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson. They're very similar receivers. And I think Van Jefferson is kind of a mix between the two. Um, When you had Brandon Cooks, he was something that was very different than those Rams only had Woods and Cup at the time, but he's very different than those three receivers. And now you bring in Deshaun Jackson because you missed elements of what Cooks brought to the offense. And now you're trying to get rid of it again. I just, it doesn't make sense. Tutu Atwell doesn't necessarily seem like he's ready. And, you know, maybe you didn't need Deshaun Jackson at times this year yet, but I think that day is coming. And definitely in the playoffs, you're going to want him to stretch the field, open things up underneath for Woods, Cup, and Jefferson. This this one just doesn't make sense to me. 
uh, unless Atwell is ready to play. You really just need a guy who's different from the three things you have and use their skill sets like a basketball team. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I would think so too. Yeah. The DJX thing is, is strange because like you said, um, he does bring a different element to that offense that the other three receivers don't um, necessarily have. Um, and, and that's the speed aspect, right? Tutu Atwell does have that. I wasn't high on that draft pick to begin with. Um, it seemed like a reach to me when it came to him. He doesn't appear ready to play. Um, he really hasn't made an impact at all in any of the games on offense or on special teams. So moving Deshaun Jackson to free up room for him doesn't seem to, to be the case. Um, and maybe Deshaun Jackson isn't or didn't establish that rapport with Matthew Stafford that the other receivers may have, but he's had limited opportunities as well. So um, strange to bring him in to only move him before uh, the season's halfway over. Um, I don't know. You know, all I can say is hopefully uh, they move him and he has still a shot to win a Super Bowl as long as that doesn't come at the Rams expense. Uh, all the best of luck to him going forward. Um, and yeah, that, um, yeah, it's, it's strange, but is what it is. Um, we didn't really plan on this in terms of our agenda for the week, but JB, since we're going to talk a little bit about the trade deadline, rumors abound of who the Rams might be targeting. Do you have any names you would like to see come to Rams? If just money were no object, who would you like to see come to the Rams? Probably incredibly unlikely, but I have seen Vaughn Miller's name thrown out there and you're missing a guy like Justin Hollins, even though they're not remotely in the same category, but you put him a super athletic linebacker opposite Leonard Floyd. You have these scrambling quarterbacks in the division, Russell Wilson, Trey Lance, Kyler Murray you couldn't ask for two better players on the edge to stop those guys and keep them from scrambling and keep contained. So yeah, that would be perfect if money was no object and the Rams had unlimited draft picks, but you know, they're already limited in both those categories. So probably not going to happen. What do you think, Robert? Yeah. Vaughn would be a great name to, to bring in. Um, Miles Jack is one that I've seen come across the Twitter sphere um, a few times. He would be a great addition to that team. Young guy definitely has the speed and the ability there at the linebacker position. Um, athletic guy can definitely help improve that run defense. Cause that's really, really where the Rams have been hurting. Um, and now selfishly for me, a name that I would like to see who isn't playing this week hint, hint, um, Khalil Mack. Haven't heard much of him this year because of where the bears are at, but you know, he still has got, he still has the goods and I would kind of like to see him come over to the Rams. I still think pairing him with Aaron Donald would just be a nightmare for opposing offenses. So, but then again, pairing anybody with Aaron Donald seems to be, um, a nightmare for opposing offenses. So, um, Speaking of players who aren't going to be playing this week, nothing to do with the trade deadline, but Andrew Whitworth and um, one of my favorites, Sebastian Joseph Day, both out for this week. JB, is this big for the Rams, a big deal for them? The Whitworth move, I mean, if you flash back to the second half of the Giants game, the Rams pretty much sat him in favor and gave Nobum some reps. But uh, I really just wonder if the Rams maybe – 
are giving them a week off because they're playing a Houston Texans team that seems like they're going to go into a fire sale mode and get rid of some of their roster, some of the more talented players on the roster. They don't really even seem like they're trying to win games. I don't think they're going to be a team like the Lions next week that throws everything in the kitchen sink at you to try to steal possessions and win the game. So I think maybe they're just giving Whitworth some rest. He might need it. You play the, a team like the Titans next week, you're going to need him. And then Sebastian Joseph Day, he's going to be out with the pec injury. I think that's the more significant loss, at least for this week. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. It just seems like a natural rest. I mean, and why not? You know, we, the Texans aren't going to scare anybody with that roster, especially on that defensive line. Um, Joseph Noboom is playing well to begin with. Um, so not really too much of um, a drop in terms of talent level there. Just Noboom, if you can, if you're listening, if by chance you happen to hear this, please protect Matthew Stafford. Just make sure he doesn't take any vicious hits. That's really all we're asking here. Um, what I'm excited to see is Greg Gaines. Um, he has been one of those guys that has kind of flown underneath the radar, understandably so because of who has been rotating on that Rams defensive line. But um, I think giving him some more reps um, is a good thing. And I would like to see him and, and am excited to see him uh, and what he can do there against the Texans. So um, also Jonah Williams was one of my favorites to see during the preseason. So giving him some more snaps, I think might be um, a good thing and a name we really haven't talked about much this season at all, but Bobby Brown, um, is it his prerogative to show what he can do on that defensive line? What do you think about that Bobby Brown player, the rookie? Yeah, it'd be interested to see an hour and a half before the game if he's actually active. I remember that play he made in the preseason where he ran through the guard, I think ran through a fullback and made a tackler. I don't remember exa- exactly, but you used to say at the time, you're like, wow, maybe the Rams found something here. And this is an extreme, an extremely talented athlete. May not be the most developed football player yet, but you know, you give him a red shirt year, maybe the Rams are just counting him out completely this year. But yeah, you mentioned Greg Gaines. Ashawn Robinson is someone who's played well, but hasn't really been on the field a ton. I know you usually look at the snap counts each week. And then Jonah Williams, every time a run gets stuffed, you're like, well, who did that? And you look and it's number 92, Jonah Williams. And you say, yeah, that's him again. So he just seems like a really consistent player, really good role player for this team. And then Michael Hoyt, I mean, this is a good week for him to step up. I think I kind of look at him and Jonah Williams as very similar players, but maybe Williams is a better pass rusher. Hoyt's a big body. Um, definitely let's get him some time against a bad Texans team and because you might need him later down the road. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, that's that's another name that really needs, needs to um... – that we need to be on the lookout. Um, they really have a good rotation as far as the Rams are concerned. As far, when, when it, when we talk about that defensive line, um, this is probably a good week as well, where you'll probably see a little bit more of that rotation. Um, no need to really work Aaron Donald all that much. I don't think the game is really going to be in doubt at any point. So um, especially towards um, the end of it, third and fourth quarter might see more of those guys. Um, I'm excited to see Bobby Brown. Um, like you said, he did flash some ability there in the preseason. So um, hopefully he's active. Hopefully we get to see him fingers crossed, at least on my end from the Texans injury standpoint. Um, it was almost, I don't want to say um, worrisome, but um, Tyrod Taylor still dealing with that hamstring at 
at the beginning of the week, we thought maybe there might be a chance for him to see the field. He's definitely a quarterback who has some ability. Um, as it turns out, he's not going to make the start. So we're still looking at Davis Mills for this week. Um, and then Mark Ingram, he was one that I was looking at as well. If anyone's going to be able to hurt the Rams on that Texas roster, it was going to be him. He got moved <laughs> to um, New Orleans, which um, good news for the Rams, good news for my fantasy team, because I happened to pick him up. So um, hooray there. Um, but JB, that uh, Texans injury update, you had mentioned that it's looking like they're going to go into fire sale mode here. Anything on that injury report catch your eye? Yeah, Tyrod Taylor played well in the limited snaps he's had this year um didn't play a lot of games because he got injured pretty early on and the move to davis mills even reflecting the betting odds that hey this guy probably isn't gonna cut it against the rams he did have one performance notably against the patriots so not exactly a slouch defense i think he had three touchdowns no interceptions um and pretty good performance there it's encouraging for him moving forward uh but tyrod taylor he's he's just reliable he doesn't really turn the football over it's a big step down they also, the Texans cut Whitney Merciless recently, one of their better players, and their left tackle, Laramie Tunsil's currently on injured reserve. Um, they're going to miss him, especially this could be an opportunity for Obo Coronquo and Terrell Lewis this week. Yeah, and we like to see those names step up against that Texans roster. Um, it could be a week for a few names that we really haven't talked about, or maybe we've talked about just a little bit on this episode, but um, with D Deshaun Jackson, of course, um, not playing this week because he is seeking a trade. Um, and because it is a Texans roster who we're likely to see um, some playing time for the second and third string players, is this going to be a week where we see what um, the Rams have in terms of some of those rookies, JB? Man, I want to see Jacob Harris. It's so selfish for me to want it. I think I get the sense that the Rams might be saving him for maybe divisional games coming up, or you really have a gauntlet towards the end of the year that you might need him just to come in and make a splash play. But he's kind of your X factor, a secret weapon type deal. But I just want to see what he can do. He flashed during OTAs and preseason training camp. This guy seems like a really talented player. Um, definitely different than the pass catchers you currently have on the roster. Adds a little bit of element there. Something I think of note is also is, you know, Deshaun Jackson was returning punts in recent weeks. He's not going to be an option because completely ruled out for the game. So McVay publicly called out Tutu Atwell this week for both his contributions on offense and special teams. but really don't see Coach McVay do that very often. And you really wonder if Atwell will answer the call. You hope he does. Yeah. Um, and like I said earlier, I was never high on his draft pick to begin with um, as far as Tutu Atwell is concerned. Nothing against him as a player, right? Um, I just didn't see him being um, worth a third round pick. And I want him to prove me wrong, JB. I want him to be like, um, Robert Finn, shut up. I'm going to come out and um, ball out. So I hope that happens. I hope he proves me wrong. Yeah, Jacob Harris is a guy I'm really excited to see too. Um, he has that size, um, that speed, that athleticism um, that the other receivers really don't seem to have. So um be excited to see him on the field. Hopefully he gets a chance to do that uh, this week. Would definitely like to see it. Um, JB, matchup on the defense. The Rams going up against a Houston Texans team that um, 
hurting a little bit. There's really not any guys that are going to jump out and scare you. What are you looking at um, in terms of that Rams defensive matchup? Yeah, we talked about Brandon Cooks a little bit earlier. He is a great receiver. Might not be, his name doesn't get mentioned very often in the top tier of guys, but he puts up a thousand yards every year. He's even on this Texans team, he's the guy and he's really putting up yards. He was doing great with Tyrod Taylor early on and it's, it's continuing a bit with Mills, but uh, he's just not, Mills just isn't very productive overall. Um, They do have, I mean, the running backs, I think David Johnson, just because he's not the top tier player that he was previously, but he still can get the job done. They still have a guy like Philip Lindsay who can use his speed and quickness to cause problems, especially in the pass game. So the, like this isn't, you know, an easy win for the defense still. I think we want to see improvement. We want to see these new contributors step up. Ernest Jones making his first start likely. And guess what? He has Derrick Henry next week. So definitely needs to get acclimated, needs to get his welcome to the NFL moment because he has the best running back in the NFL coming next week. Oof. Oof, that's going to be a whole different conversation next week. And JB, you're trying to you're trying to give me nightmares. I know it's Halloween. You're trying to give me nightmares by bringing up Derrick Henry. Um, I'm I'm a little bit terrified about that matchup just because of what we've seen from the Rams running defense this um, season. So I mean, if Ernest Jones is going to be the starter in place of Kenny Young, now's the time to do it. So um, let's get him some game time action before um, Derek Henry <laughs> next week. Cause that's going to be scary. Um, SJD Sebastian Joseph day needs to be healed up and ready to go. Cause he's a good run stopper as well. And so, you know, maybe you brought it up earlier. This is a good time to get those young guys some reps uh, before that happens. Maybe just maybe there isn't a big trade coming. We don't know. Maybe the Rams are trying to clear some cap space for next season. seems like an odd time to do it, but we just don't know. Um, All right, JB, predictions time. What is your prediction for Sunday in Houston? I think we jinxed the Rams a little bit last week, talking about how early the backups would get rotated in. So going to steer clear of that this time around. Uh, Definitely think the Rams win. Don't particularly think it'll be close. Good weekend to get the defense feasting on some turnovers. I think Mills can really, he things can fall apart pretty quickly for him. Um, it's been pretty rough going for him other than the one game against the Patriots. So don't really think they'll have too many issues. I want to see the offense just be consistent. They don't need to light up the scoreboard. They don't need to throw the ball downfield. They just need to get the job done and get the heck out and stay healthy. So what do you think? Yeah, 100% agree. I think actually this is a week we see a little bit more of Daryl Henderson and uh, Sony Michelle because we're not going to need, um, like you said, Stafford to light up the scoreboard or throw, you know, 40 passes or whatever. So probably see a little bit more of the run, which is good. Um, the least <laughs> or, or the fewest, I, I don't know what the word is, but we just don't want Stafford dropping back um, a ton if we can avoid it. Um, but yeah, you know, nothing against Davis Mills. He's a rookie. So, you know, that's tough sledding anyway. And he just doesn't have a very talented roster around him. Um, I don't think this game is particularly close. He's not Jared Goff. Like, let's be honest. Um, Jared Goff is a good quarterback. That's he's a large part of the reason why the lions were still in the game last week. That's not going to happen this week. So um, that Texas 
they may hang close there in the first and second quarter, but um, they're just not going to get it done for four quarters. So right there with you, Rams win this one. I don't think it's particularly close. I think they win by about 20. Uh, Before we get out of here, let's talk a little bit about that NFC West. It looks like a two team race at this point, still a lot of football to go, but is it early enough to write off Seattle and San Francisco? Definitely Seattle. I think the 49ers sooner than later going to make the transition to Trey Lance. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, you really saw last week. It, it was a crazy weather game, though. But he's just not something who's going to create production. He's just going to keep the offense on track. And Trey Lance is the exact opposite of that. He will be the offense the moment he gets his opportunity. Two and four, we really expected a lot more from them. They have the talent on defense. It's just not coming together. You wonder how much they miss Robert Sala. And we talked about the Rams facing the Titans next week, Sunday night football. It's a primetime game. Then you got the 49ers on Monday night the following week. So really getting to a stretch where the Rams are going to have some divisional games and maybe touch some ground on the Cardinals, who just dropped an L this week on Thursday night against the Green Bay Packers. Couldn't be more happier, right? Oh, man. that Yeah, that was, that was good to see. And um, I'll talk about the cards here in just a moment, but I'm right there with you in terms of Seattle and San Francisco. Uh, we know now what Seattle is without Russell Wilson. Um, and that's not a very good team. And that's nothing against, um, you know, uh, Pete <laughs> Carroll. I was blanking out on his name there for a second, but nothing against him. Right? He's a great coach, kept that team competitive for a lot of years. But without, without Russell Wilson on the field, that they're, they're just not very good. So he's going to be back sooner rather than later. But I think they've lost too much ground at this point because um, they really weren't winning with him this year anyway. Um, San Francisco, they're a mess. They are just a mess at quarterback. I'm not sure what's going on with Kyle Shanahan um, in terms of the coaching, but it just that team just seems to be in disarray offensively, which is strange for a Shanahan squad. So we're not used to seeing that. Um, Garoppolo, I think, might be, I don't know, JB. It, it seems to me like maybe he's just, he knows that the clock is ticking. He knows it's going to be Trey Lance time sooner rather than later. Um, and maybe that's impacting his play. Kind of strange to see. But um, if they still have playoff hopes, they need to start getting it done because a two and four so early in the season, um, one or two more losses could doom their chances for the playoffs. NFC is pretty competitive this year. And the Cardinals, JB, one thing I did want to bring up, because I have brought this up for the, anybody who's followed me on Twitter, they know this. Um, I am not a Kyler Murray guy. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think his team very well could be great, but he is not. Um, and I think we saw that on Thursday night. Um, six and one, I think they're a little bit of a paper tiger. Hopefully they are because the Rams have a tough sled for the rest of the year. So, um, any final thoughts before we get out of here, JB? Yeah, I agree on the Cardinals. I think it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season unfolds. Uh, we saw them kind of collapse last year and Murray, he just has a problem staying healthy. And whenever he has those little they're minor injuries, but they maybe don't allow him to be as mobile as he normally is. We saw that on Thursday night against the Packers. You just wonder, he's a smaller guy, if he can hold up over the course of the season. But I don't really like to talk about that stuff. I don't think it's necessarily fair. But um, you just wonder. It's a great team. They've done a good job surrounding him with talent. Rondale Moore was a good find as a rookie out of Purdue. 
Um, but yeah, hope the Rams get a W this week. We got two big games coming up over the next two weeks and uh, definitely this last three game stretch has been brutal and ready to get back in the heat of it for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Texans, Titans, Niners. Um, it's going to be fun. All right, JB. Well, it's been great. Another amazing Saturday. Got a good Sunday matchup coming up. I'm excited. Going to be eating all my Halloween candy early in the morning because it's an early kickoff for the Rams. JB, if our listeners want to find you on the interwebs, where can they go? I'll be in the TST comment section. You guys have been a lot nicer to me now that I'm saying good things about Matthew Stafford again. So good to see that. How about you, Robert? Yeah, I'm on the Twitter machine at Robert Finn is me. So you can hit me up there. Um, I'm, I'm nice all the time. I love people who respond. They don't do it very often. I'm pretty sure it's just bots who respond to me, but that's okay. I'll take it. Um, as always, JB Scott, my name is Robert Finn. Go to turfshowtimes.com for all things Los Angeles Rams. We will be right back here next Saturday talking about the matchup, talking about what we saw on Sunday. And uh, yeah, if it's Sunday, it's Rams time. Go Rams. We will talk to you next Saturday. <laughs>